What's up, guys? I'm SPJ, and this is my co-host, Adequate Man. And this is Let's Discuss Disney Plus, the show where we talk about all things Disney Plus. So, um, this past week, what did you what what did you do? What did you check out on the Plus? Um, to be honest, I haven't checked out anything. What? What type of crap is that? Because man, work. Work gets in the way. Nah, B. This is work. Uh, I know. But I am happy to see. <laughs> <laughs> I am happy to see that they kept their promises about the Proud family being on there. So the next time I go on Disney Plus, I'm definitely going to um check that out again. For the nostalgia. Word. I need that. And plus I also always had a crust on Kyla Pratt as a child, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. I need those feels again. Um, no, I get it. I got you. Um, I uh, finished um, Spider-Man animated series. Whoa! How many? Uh, how many episodes? Yo, it's like seventy-five. It's a seventy-five episode season. Oh, that's not too bad. That's not what like. That's not like a lot. A lot. I thought it was gonna be like two hundred. That's a lot. No, but for, for one for season. Anime? Oh yeah, for one season. Damn. Yeah, it's a seventy-five season? episode season. Yeah, like I exaggerate, like. Last, I think I was talking about it on. I don't know if it was like just on some talking or if it was on the Black Culture Geeks podcast. I was talking about it, and I mentioned like that it was seventy five episodes in the in this uh, season. I was exaggerating, not realizing that there really is like seventy five episodes in that season. Damn. Like that whole show is one season. Holy shit. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. So I I finished that, um, and it it holds up just as well as as uh, the X Men one. Sweet. But there's a situation, and and it's not as it, it wasn't necessarily as obvious, or maybe I didn't reach that point in the X Men animated series. But there's an obvious point in the Spider-Man animated series where they get the episodes mixed up. Mm. So, um, it's, it's a, it's a, like a three episode arc and like the, in order, the second one plays first, I think. And then the first one plays and then the third one plays. And I'm like, how do y'all that, get this that, wrong? That was a bad oversight. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> like, I'm glad that like it, it I'm I'm happy that it's not a show that I've never seen before, because right. I'd have been mad as hell getting the spoiler. Yeah, yeah. About yeah. <laughs> oh, so it was a, it was a continuation episode. Yeah, it was a three. It was a three part um, story. Yeah, that's not the look at all. Right. It was the one. It was the, the the little the arc about the symbiotes and Carnage being made and all that other stuff. And the first episode that's playing, you see Carnage and Venom, and I'm like, "What is going on? Like, what? Like, what happened? How did we get here so fast?" I just like <laughs> I just watched the the last episode. Like, it wasn't like I sat down to watch those episodes. I was already watching, right. and then the episode that I was watching went off, and then. The next episode is like last time on Spider Man, and then Vintage and Carnum are running around. Like, what the fuck? What is going on here? (laughs) Like, I I literally just watched the last episode, so I look, I I backed out and looked, and sure enough, they have the order wrong. Mm. And I'm like, yo, what is going on here? Why? Why is? You gotta do better than this. Why Why do you? Why do y'all got so many problems? Yeah, so many L's. They're getting a lot of L's early in the game. 
Oh, we gonna get we gonna get into oh, some of that. Actually, it's the first story. Let's just jump right into Let's it. Do it. All right. <clears throat> so, the Disney Plus outage. Mm. What it means for the rest of us. It was set to be one of the biggest entertainment rollouts in history, and it was certainly one of the most hyped. But for millions who signed up for the new streaming service from Disney, it was no Cinderella story. In fact, many are still waiting for their happy ending as they are still experiencing outages related to their Disney Plus service. The problem started at the outset on the first day of Disney Plus service. Millions who had signed up were able to access the service either very spottily or not at all. Dissatisfied customers inundated Disney with complaint-filled emails and vented their frustration on social media. And many customers were still recounting their connection woes at Down Detector. The company initially tweeted the following. The demand for Disney Plus has exceeded our highest expectations, which, and I'm cutting in here, is bullshit. It should not have. There's no way that it should have. But anyway. Like ever, um, like ever in a million years. Ever. It should not have. I don't understand why y'all don't understand what we know. But anyway, we are so pleased that you're excited to watch all your favorites and are working quickly to resolve any current issues. We appreciate your patience. The service is hosted on Amazon service, but The Verge quoted Kevin Meyer, head of Disney's direct-to-consumer division, as saying that the fault lay completely with Disney. It had to do with the way we architected the app. It was not Amazon. We've never had demand like we saw that day and what we're continuing to see. There were some limits to the architecture that we built that we had in place were made <clears throat> apparent to us that weren't before. The cloud is the primary technology for enabling streaming services, but when an outage happen, develops, responsibility lies elsewhere, according to Gartner. Through 2023, 99% of cloud security failures will be the customer's fault. Assuming that the cloud infrastructure is operating as it's uh, supposed to and all resources are available, customers need to ensure that they have configured everything correctly. If they haven't, they are responsible for their service outages. And to clear this up, when they say customers, they're talking about the businesses. Uh So Disney, in this case, would be the customer. Um, That apparently was the case for Disney, which traced this problem back to inadequate architecting to meet the demand. Considering the hype and the fact that millions signed up in advance, it's hard to swallow the fact that a company with nearly inexhaustible resources at its fingertips cannot have foreseen these issues exactly. But even still, they happened. Outages can indeed happen to the best of us, even when we can anticipate the load and we may find ourselves on the wrong end of a tweet barrage by dissatisfied clients, Mm -hmm. creating a PR nightmare that requires us to deploy significant time and resources to repair. We may never know exactly what went wrong, and it's possible Disney itself is still trying to figure it out. The lesson, then, is that outages can occur at any time for reasons we may not even be able to begin to guess, and if we don't know about them, how can we remedy Remediate. I mean, that's actually a good fucking point. It is, but that doesn't that. It is a good point. Um, but no, I'm just saying. Like, I feel like they need to know. (laughs) No, yes, absolutely. No, absolutely. But um, the article still goes out of its way to express that Disney should have yeah estimated the the value that they were dealing. Is this an IT problem? 
Yes. So do we need to start a GoFundMe for Disney Plus so they can get, you know... No, it's not money. <laughs> no, it's not money. That's the crazy thing. It's not money. It's not money at all. It's literally... Well, I, I'll continue. Studies show that human error, misconfiguration, sloppy coding, work, etc. is the number one cause of outages in the U.S. and Canada and the third biggest cause worldwide. By definition, human error is something we don't know about in advance. If we did, we would fix the error. So an outside system supervising what we are doing could cut down outages significantly. Given the highly complex technology environment that characterizes large-scale cloud deployments today, along with business requirements, vendor best practices, and regulatory requirements that are constantly updated, it's virtually impossible for teams to manually identify problems, misconfigurations, or the human errors responsible for outages. The only way to ensure resiliency and tackle issues that can cause outages is to proactively search for them using automated systems that can detect risks and misconfigurations throughout the IT infrastructure. So, uh, Disney's actually in a much better position than most of us to weather an outage with a library of in-demand and unique content. Customers whose kids are waiting for their fix of The Little Mermaid or The Lion King have little choice but to grin and bear the outages with little recourse but to nudge Disney to fix things. So, basically... Uh, some people apparently still can't get Disney Plus that are supposed to be able to get Disney Plus. That is not a good look. Not a good look at all. And as this um this this is this article is from the eyes of a an IT person, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that they gave both sides. Like, yes, there are literally things. Like most problems that arise when you're dealing with these type of things, usually aren't you know they're not on purpose. Like they didn't choose yeah, so make to it make happen. this yeah. mistake. Yeah, and and they they were doing their work to the best of their ability. So literally, it's usually something that they don't know. They don't know what the problem right. is. But at the same time, I'm glad that they went out of their way to express that Disney should have been aware that there would be value. Like yeah, yeah, definitely. Come, they, come they, they, they know they know what they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, they, they've been here. You know, you know what you are. Don't, the House of Mouse is yeah. Don't don't they have? Huge. Didn't they have like streaming services for um, like just for their channels and stuff like that for cable? I'm not sure. No, I don't know. Oh, okay. I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, I wasn't really that tuned in. Um, I well, I haven't really been that tuned into recent Disney Channel anything really. No, but I'm just um, saying because, like, because I have a Roku and I know um, there was a time that I could like watch Cartoon Network, but streaming. That's not Disney. No, but I'm just saying, like, does Disney? I believe Disney has stuff like that too. So maybe, but that. Don't, it, it, but do you get what I mean? Just because it's though? Disney content, just because it's Disney content on it doesn't I mean, mean that it's Disney provided. Doing it. Yeah, okay, I got you. That's fair. Yeah, That's fair. so okay. that that could have been the case with that type of thing. Like for instance, Hulu and and ESPN, they existed, but this is a new thing. That this is completely new. Like right. yeah. So it's not necessarily a one to one thing. Like I, I I I'm I'm fine with these are issues that you know we don't know what the issue is. I'm fine with right. that. That because I'm in IT, I understand how that works. But the first part of it is still unacceptable. We couldn't have 
possibly and, you expected. Know, I'm tired of them making that excuse all the time. Yeah, like it's, it's like, yo, it's not we've reasonable. heard it all before. But your lies ain't working now. Okay. Look all right. All right. No, I'm just oh, oh, okay. 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 <laughs> all right. I'm just saying. It's all like, yo. All right, <laughs> Blue Cantrell. What? Same song. No, that wasn't Blue. Can- was that Blue Cantrell? Huh? What was her name? I forgot. I forget to. Yeah. Dang on it. No, Blue Cantrell was the other lady. Blue Cantrell was the hit 'em up style lady. Um, that was summer. Now I gotta find it out. God dang on it, Eddie. But it was a fire song though. But I'm just saying, no, I'm, I'm just tired of Disney having that same excuse over and over again. Like, come on, man. You guys can't. No, it's, it's you guys can't. It's absolutely ridiculous. For one, I don't feel like they're in a position to make that excuse and to use that as an excuse because, like, you know who you are. Sunshine Anderson. Yeah, that's her name. Sunshine Anderson. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, yes, you know who you are. We know who you are. Yeah. That's what, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Your your reason doesn't really hold weight. It's one of those situations where it's like, yeah, I hear you. Right. That's it. <laughs> Com- that's that's completely. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear you, but you're not you're not making sense right. actually. Because right. because why would you do that? It's gonna be a, it's, it's a right. no for me, dog. Yeah, completely, absolutely. Um, so moving on to more bad. Oh, more, <laughs> more oh there's bad more bad news. <laughs> more, more bad news. More bad news. Disney Plus reveals why Home Alone, The Sandlot, and more were removed from the platform. Wow. 2019 is in the rearview mirror, and a bunch of people are ready for the staggering slew of online content available this year. We're going to get to that in a little bit. Disney Plus users kicked up a bit of a stir online after some users reported that the service had lost some of the previously available content. Now, a Disney Plus spokesperson has stepped forward to clear the air with Gizmodo. The outlet asked the source directly about the problem, and it turns out that the service has some more kinks to iron out on the legal side before all the titles that have been deemed missing by fans will be back in the fold. A sampling of the titles affected includes Dr. Doolittle, Home Alone, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, The Wonderful World of Disney, Magical Holiday Celebration, and The Sandlot. Now that might not seem like a ton, but there are people who absolutely wanted to get a little bit of Home Alone in before they went back to work or school this week. Well, I will say this i'm happy that i got through my pirates of the caribbean bins before they took Word. it down. A- absolutely uh, a Disney Plus spokesperson confirmed to Gizmodo that a small number of titles had left the platform over issues relating to legacy deals. However, all of those titles that have left will return to the service as soon as those licenses expire. This was a fear for some users before the service launched, but the company was quick to shout... Ugh, I hate editors that don't edit their articles. <laughs> but the company was quick to shoot down those concerns from folks, form folks. Listen, listen. If anybody out there <clears throat> happens to be an editor to an online um, media outlet, can you please proofread your articles? Please, this thing, because this I'm, I'm sitting here reading. Because <laughs> I'm, re- I'm reading, and if I read verbatim some of these articles, I'm going to sound dumb. Yes, yes. Because let me read this sentence verbatim. 
This was a fear for some users before the service launched, but the company was quick to shout down those concerns from yes. folks <laughs> who thought there might be a bit of a revolving door when it came to Disney+. Plus. That sentence doesn't make, make sense. sense. Why? Because there are typos. Right. Two typos. And I can see what the two typos are. Anyway, whatever. People, people <clears throat> moving on. <laughs> Mo- right. Right. Absolutely. Moving on. Um, after all, those kinds of changes are basically standard operating procedure for companies like Netflix. Problems like the ones discovered today were to be hopefully avoided, but as the day's events illustrate, that's wrong too. Anyway, I'm sorry. Sometimes the world of streaming can be a frustrating one. Sometimes the world of reading can be a str- oh, frustrating yes. one. And, and writing. <laughs> <laughs> there will not be a rotating slate of licensed movies each month, a Disney Plus representative previously said. With Disney Plus, beloved classes, classics from the Disney Vault will now stream in a permanent home, including Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Pinocchio, Cinderella, The Jungle Book, Little Mermaid, Lion King, the entire 13 film signature collection, all available day one. One Twitter account flagged the potential for something like this last year, and it looks like they were proven absolutely right about some of those expiration dates being more than just mere placeholders. There is no established timeline for the titles to return at this time. Mm. I wonder why, uh, they, why, why didn't they foresee this? Like, if they knew they had these same, legality issues. Um, This is another situation of Disney not looking ahead. Yeah. Yeah. This is exactly what's going on because there's no way that they. So, all right. Do you remember every time that the Disney classics would come out on DVD or VCR or VHS, and there would be a commercial for a limited time only? Yeah. Capture the magic of blah right, blah blah they blah won't blah. Want to sell blah, it blah. again for another like ten years or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. So. If they had, because this is why I say they're failing to look ahead, because if they had looked ahead and realized that all of these movies were still under other licensing deals, they they either would never have put them on the service, or they would have did something similar to how they used to do with the Disney classics. Hey, these are going to be here for a limited time. Yeah, they could. Yeah, they could have done that. So then, people that have it already, they, if they wanted to watch it, they'd be like, "Oh, let me just get this out the way because I know it's not going to be very simple." Yeah. Very simple. Mm-hmm. But no, they didn't do their research. Somebody dropped the ball. Yeah, I mean, somebody, I mean, somebody <laughs> dropped the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they, just, they dropped the that's, entire that's what ball. Happened. Yeah, that's what happened. Somebody dropped the ball because they should have never reached, especially after you make this statement, which is still true, but now it looks a little funny. It looks like they were playing games. After you make this statement, there will not be a rotating slate of licensed movies each month with Disney Plus beloved classics like blah, 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 all the classics uh, all available on day one. Yeah, after you make that statement, you should not be putting out movies that you have to eventually take yeah, off of the platform. That, yeah, those specific movies that you know you're going to have to take down. Yeah. yeah. Those you know you don't have to take down because you have all the rights to those. Right. Sure. But the ones but that might be like what, questionable. Right. With that first sentence? Not? Maybe not. Exactly. No, nah, just leave them off yeah. until you get it straightened out. Like, it, it's fine. Or, like I said, advertise it properly. Right. Hey, this is going to be on here for a three-week run. Get at it. Get at it while you can. 
Um, if there's any Disney person out there that's a you know a higher up, and you're listening to us, we're looking for jobs. Well, and I, I we, mean, we'll, we'll do a better marketing than what your current employees. Yeah, because that's doing. the thing. Nickelodeon. I mean, not Nickelodeon. Disney is usually great. Yeah. with their marketing. I don't get why this time they're horrible with it. Yeah, it's just it. It's weird. It's it's wrong. It's it's really wrong. Is it is, is it because the streaming service is like new to them and you know. I don't know. Maybe they haven't adapted yet to what's going on. I will not allow that excuse. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I tried. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not allowing that excuse. Sometimes, because of, even, even right. if we did allow that excuse, it's mm-hmm. a horrible excuse because Disney has it's a, a track record excuse. of being on point. Yeah. So pretty much. Yeah, your your past shows you something. Shows us something different. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, more bad news. More bad news. Yeah, more more bad news. Oh, um, <clears throat> Marvel Studios reportedly delays Hawkeye indefinitely. Mm. It's going to be a bit longer before Clint Barton returns to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, according to one Ace Marvel scooper. Disney's Disney Plus's Hawkeye has been delayed indefinitely. The news comes from Charles Murphy and his Murphy's Multiverse. I don't like that. Me neither. Anyway, <laughs> Murphy's Multiverse website, where a new report suggests Marvel Studios is putting the Renner-led show on the back burner for the foreseeable future. In the report itself, there's no mention of how long exactly the series will be pushed back. At one point, it had been reported Marvel was circling Bumblebee star Haley Steinfeld uh, to star in the series, in the fan-favorite role of Kate Bishop. Since Steinfeld is now a hot name amongst Hollywood circles, it's plausible that the Burnbank studio... Uh, wants to wait for her schedule to open up to guarantee she'll board the project. A much different grimmer take would be, and I thought about this when this happened, um, the recent allegations surrounding Renner's estranged relationship with ex-wife Sonny Pacheco. Last October, court documents surfaced online showing Pacheco had accused the Avengers star of abuse. Renner has since denied any allegations related to that specific incident. Hawkeye was one of the original series announced for Disney Plus by Marvel Studios boss Kevin Feige last summer at San Diego Comic-Con. At the time, Renner was even on hand to help promote the show and some concept art that the studio brought to unveil to the masses at Hall H. Last November, Steinfeld broke silence on the role by saying it wasn't something that's necessarily happening. In an interview promoting her new Apple TV show, the actor told Radio Times that that we have to wait and find out, I guess. Hawkeye was originally set to debut on Disney Plus next summer. Mm, a few things. Um, yeah. So, I, I, when I heard about the the abuse allegations... Yeah, that's what I wanted to touch on first, but I wasn't sure. Last year, yeah. I, um, I, I immediately thought about this show, and... And because no announcement had been made, I kind of thought that maybe, like, he was good. Um, But with this happening, I'm not so sure anymore. Yeah, there might be some truth to that, that he's actually beating up yeah. his wife. Or is it his wife? It's his wife, right? Yeah, his ex-wife. Mm. So I don't I don't really know how that works. I mean, listen, in all fairness, 
<clears throat> this wasn't one of the shows that I was looking forward to the most. So, I mean, it's not really that bad of news for me. Yeah, it's like one of those things. I, I wanted to see yeah, it. Yeah, I might check out. You know, like. No, I absolutely wanted to see it, yeah. but it's just, it wasn't at the top of my list. Right. So, yeah. It's not that much of a it's not that much of a loss, and if he is beating up his wife or his ex wife, yeah, he doesn't deserve to get any more clout in my opinion. Absolutely. You know, so, I mean, people can take that Absolutely. how they want it because I know people are kind of um, skewed when they look at celebrities and whatnot. Yes, absolutely. To a higher regard, but my whole thing is, um, I hold people to a certain standard, and if you're mm-hmm. out here beating up women, you don't deserve any type of accolades, in my opinion. I agree. So, I agree 100%. Yeah, if that's true, then I, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm with the move. Yeah. And the move doesn't even have... Like, <clears throat> honestly, <clears throat> the show could still happen. Um, they could uh, they could put him in there long, just long enough to introduce... Because basically, the, the, the rumors are that the show would be basically introducing a new Hawkeye, mm. which would be, would be the girl, Kate Bishop. Right. Um, so... That could still happen, and they could just get rid of him quicker right, just than they the would song. have got. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean... Because uh, if it is true, see. I don't want to see him in a bunch of episodes, because it, it'll ruin right. it for me, because, like, yo, I, yeah. I remember what you did. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you hate to see it, but yeah. uh, this is, this is unfortunately... Uh, and again, it's still it's only allegedly that that's the reason. Right, like, right. It hasn't been confirmed that that's the reason. Yeah, yeah let's let's hope that it's not the reason, and let's hope that absolutely he didn't do that. You know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but unfortunately, uh, these things that we call entertainment still involve people, and people have so many different variables. Yes. So you can't always be sure that things are going to go the way that they're supposed to go. Exactly. And also, let me verify when I say, hopefully, this didn't happen. And I mean, in the from the standpoint of his wife getting yeah. hurt, you know what I'm saying? Not yeah, him, absolutely. Saying? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. So that is bad news. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now we got a little bit of bad news mixed with some good news. Mm, mixed bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yes, Verizon confirms a billing error. For some customers with one-year free Disney Plus subscriptions, Mm. a post with 53,000 shares now has Verizon customers double-checking their bills. The telecommunications company confirmed some bills may have a glitch, but it's okay. No, it's not okay. (laughs) It's not. Like, it's never okay. A glitch. All right. Question, are some Verizon customers who got a free Disney Plus subscription really seeing mistakes on their bill? Answer, yes. A spokesperson for the company confirmed that they are aware of a billing error on some bills. Customers, however, were never overcharged. Hmm. I don't, I don't get how that works. I mean, it is what it is. Sources, David Wiseman, public relations manager, East Area Verizon customer, I mean, consumer group. Process. When Disney Plus launched, Verizon offered select customers the streaming service for free. Now, some of those customers are warning about a strange charge on their bills for $49.99. The charge on the bill reads, Verizon Media and Apps. 
$49.99. Right below it reads, Disney Plus monthly $0, leaving many people puzzled about what they're being charged for. So we're verifying, <clears throat> are some Verizon customers who got a free Disney Plus subscription really seeing mistakes on their bills? A spokesperson for the telecommunication group company confirmed some customers are noticing a minor glitch. We've identified a billing error where some wireless customers may see a line item for media and apps reflected on their bill. David Weissman, a Verizon spokesperson, said this amount is not being charged to the customer's bill total. No customer action is needed. We are working to remove the incorrect line item goodness and then they have an example of a picture of the bill and it's yeah i can understand why people would have an issue with that i mean i would be calling um, them like off rip if i saw that but but uh yeah yeah it would be an issue for me too uh this person was billed 113 dollars 35 cents for three separate charges but the total due only reflects the first two charges mm. not the last one which is the the 49.99 right right that's true it's yeah because one it's is a glitch. one and the other one is 335 okay yeah it's a glitch a phantom charge you didn't actually pay for but it also shouldn't be there yeah Wiseman said the error isn't appearing on all customers' bills or for all customers with Disney Plus. So, yes, we can verify some Verizon customers did see a mistake on their bill. Yeah, this isn't a good thing. Yeah. The, the good, like I said, the good thing about it is the, they didn't actually right, you know, right. get but charged. Still, if I see anything on any of my bills or on my bank statements that look wrong, I'm calling to find out. Yeah, I have, I have questions. Yeah. I, I need these questions answered. I have an abundance of front row seat questions, and somebody is going to make this make sense to me. Yeah, I need, I need your attention. Yes. One of you. Shoot, all of you, maybe. But everybody. Somebody, everybody involved yeah, I need, is getting the smoke. I need to get somebody's attention. Yeah, yes. I need to get somebody's attention, because this needs to be taken care of immediately. And, and let's hope, like, because if they're going to fix this, they just need to stop putting that Verizon Media and Apps thing on there. And then plus with the Disney Plus thing, I'm pretty sure that's what throws them off even more. Because they're like, yo, right. it's supposed to be free, right? So exactly. why is it on here, period? It shouldn't even be on here. It should not. All right, so we've got the bad news out of the way. So are we getting to some pretty, good news? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Disney Plus is now getting two big Marvel series in 2020. Yeah. WandaVision was one of the biggest Disney Plus shows planned for 2021, but the company announced today that the Marvel series release date is moving up to 2020. Disney revealed the news in a sizzle reel, teasing what's set to hit the streaming service this year. There's no specific release date, making it unclear if it will premiere before or after Marvel's other highly anticipated Disney Plus show, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Adding the series helps Disney pad out 2020 with high-profile shows that can boost subscriber numbers. Marvel previously teased that the events of WandaVision will be referenced in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, nice. which is still slated for May 7th, 2021. The show... 
follows Elizabeth Olsen's Scarlet Witch and Paul Bettany's vision from the Avengers films. Pushing up the release date is a smart move on Disney's part. A couple of big Disney Plus shows are planned for 2020, including Monsters That Work, a spinoff of Pixar's popular Monsters, Inc. series, and the anticipated return of Lizzie McGuire. But those aren't exactly Star Wars or Marvel. Moving WandaVision up can help entice subscribers to keep paying. Like HBO Now after Game of Thrones, Disney will have to contend with people canceling their subscriptions as big shows disappear. When the streaming service launched in November, there were a few big breakout shows, most notably The Mandalorian. The Star Wars series, with the help of Baby Yoda, helped give Disney Plus a successful start. But both The Mandalorian and High School Musical, the musical, the series, I hate that name yeah, so yeah, much, recently <laughs> completed their first seasons. And Disney was heading into 2020 without any significant blockbuster series. That's not true. You just you just mentioned that the Winter Soldier and Falcon. Yeah, anyway. no, but, but they're not paying attention, so whatever. Yeah, <laughs> if they don't care enough to pay attention, who are we? Right. Uh, Disney Plus started off spectacularly boasting 10 million subscribers within the first 24 hours of launch and millions of people watching The Mandalorian. Disney wouldn't share those numbers unless the company was certain there would be just as many by the end of its first year. Having blockbuster shows helps maintain the, and grow those subscriber figures. Now that The Mandalorian is done, some customers are wondering when the next big Disney Plus series will arrive. Just this week, Netflix's The Witcher surpassed The Mandalorian as the most in-demand show, bringing it into Baby Yoda's reign. I, I, saw, still, I saw that coming, though. Yeah, yeah. We're still waiting on many details about WandaVision, including where it picks up in this Infinity Saga arc. But more information is expected to be released in the coming weeks. All right. So. Well, um, I'm happy they're bringing Lizzie McGuire back. Yeah, that's, that's not the story. But yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, 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 I'm interested to see how that, that works out. Um, but this uh, WandaVision thing is great because I, I wasn't really feeling having to wait until next year. Yeah to watch I mean now this is one of the shows that I am definitely excited and interesting interested in watching as soon as possible along with uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier so that is going to be pretty dope so can, can you, I wonder can you do our listeners a favor what? for those of them that don't know who what WandaVision is okay because so it's not me it's not me I'm, I'm doing it for the listeners okay yeah um <laughs> So basically, <clears throat> one division is well. All right. So I, so the facts are, uh, one division is a show that is going to deal with the aftermath of basically everything that's happened in the MCU to this point, as far as Wanda is concerned. Um, Vision is dead currently, so <clears throat> now. Oh, and the other fact is that it's going to tie into the um, uh, next Doctor Strange movie, which is probably going to be the closest thing, the closest thing we get soonest to an Avengers movie. Mm. Um, So it's going to tie into that. So now it's into the rumor and speculation. The idea is that uh, Wanda is going to be dealing with the 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 ramifications of what happened in the MCU thus far. She's going to realize she misses... Well, not realize. She knows she misses him, but 
the idea of her missing him, missing Vision, is going to intensify. She's going to create some type of utopian um, uh, world, whether that be in her head or whether she actually alters reality. We don't know yet. And they're going to live. They're going to be happy. It's going to be like 50s sitcom style and then at some point she either realizes it's not real or she or he dies again mm. and she goes ape shit and turns into the scarlet witch that sounds fire that is the that's that's basically the idea that is floating around about that and it all makes sense given the way that things are going and given how things have gone in the comics though as i always say comic book movies and shows and whatnot are not going to be comic accurate they're not supposed to be right. they're never going to be they're not meant to be right. there are going to be some that come extremely close yes but with these things these properties they are not trying to get comic book fans they're trying to get new fans right. they're trying to raise profit so anyway so yes that is that is basically the idea that is floating around as far as that that show is concerned so i think it's going to be like a six i think it's going to be six episodes like six hour long episodes or something like that mm. so well i'm here for that um yeah that yeah basically basically that's the idea that we have behind it and um it seems like that is going to happen and a part of the whole doctor strange thing is going to be some of the heroes figuring out how to stop Scarlet Witch. Yeah. So I, I'm a, I wanna I wanna see her go ape shit. Cause she went ape shit on um not in game, um shit, the one before Endgame, forgot the name. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I mean in in end game too. Yeah she did. Both. Yeah she went ham on Endgame. Yeah she too. she was she was she was yeah. yeah she You took everything from me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. And she would have killed him yeah. if he didn't. But anyway, um, yeah. Are. So, yeah, I don't even know who you are. That was a flex. But, um, <laughs> no, it was. But, but he was but about he to really die for that he flex. He genuinely didn't know who the fuck he was. He no, it's fine. Line. But he was about. He was about to die for that flex. Yeah. Yeah. He got lucky. I mean, he died anyway. Yeah. But regardless. Uh. So. Yeah, man. I'm like I said. I'm so excited to see how they bring that to life, or even if that's not exactly where they go, because they've earned my trust. Is the one who plays so, Scarlet Witch in the movies? Is she going to be in the um, TV show also? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because I don't know her Same name. Character. So Elizabeth Olsen. She is the okay. younger sister of the Olsen twins. Really? Holy shit! Yes. Damn. Yes. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, so like I said, I'm really looking forward to see how they make all of that work. And even if they don't do it the way that is expected to happen, I'm still looking forward to it because they've earned our trust at this point Facts. because they, they just do good things. They, they, they do good work in general. Yeah, I'm to the point where I don't question Marvel anymore. Like, even yeah, until it happens. Yeah, because I'm, I'm yeah. a casual fan, but whenever I see a Marvel movie, I'm always like, yo, that was fire. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So, I trust them. All right. So, is there more good moving. news? Yeah, I mean these 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 last two aren't really news. Mm. So it's just just things to talk about. Gotcha. All right. So the best '90s movies on Disney Plus right now. Mm. Let's get into this. If you're craving warm cup. 
<laughs> Yo, like straight out the gate. <laughs> editors. Future editors. Oh. You gotta do better, man. You, gotta you just gotta. Work. You just gotta. What is you doing? You just baby? gotta. Like, I don't understand what is going on here. But uh, all right, all right, whatever. Um, allow me to edit your. your <laughs> let me, allow me to do your work. Yeah, yeah, do theirs out for them. Go ahead. If you're craving a mm-hmm. warm cup of nostalgia this holiday season, which is past at this point, but it is what it is, it might be best served right on Disney Plus. There are a ton of Disney Plus movies and television that have been made available on the streaming service since its launch. And for many of us, 90s movies have a special place in our hearts because it transports us right back to the era. These are the movies we used to slip into VCRs and skim for on grainy television sets. We watch them alongside our beanie babies or been waiting or been or or between waiting for AOL dial up to watch. (laughs) Feel old yet? Some of these nineties movies are pushing thirty. They may be (laughs) they they, they need to relax. (laughs) Right. They may be your long-lost favorites or beloved classics you never found the time to see. Either way, it's time to sit back and check out the best movies of the 90s available on Disney+. Plus. All right, so this, these aren't in order. Um, so here we go. 1992, Aladdin. Mm-hmm. In 2019, the audiences were granted their wish of seeing the 90s classic on the big screen with Guy Ritchie's reimagining starring Mena Massoud and Will Smith. But now it's time to go back to the 1992 movie that started all Aladdin follows the titular character living on the streets in Agrabah who meets the kingdom's princess Jasmine during her efforts to see beyond the palace walls. When Aladdin comes across a powerful and comical genie, he wishes to become a prince in order to impress Jasmine, getting between Jafar's greater plans in the process. Robin Williams' fast-talking and heartwarming genie makes it worth another watch. Full stop. All right, so... With this first entry comes a preview for next week's episode. Mm. Yes, we will be doing a review for the Aladdin live action reimagining, and we will be comparing it to the original and doing all that type of stuff. Yes, so indeed. make sure you guys stay tuned. It'll be the first review of the podcast so far. And, of course, we're going to have more. Like I said, we we, we talked about all these things we're going to be doing. But that would be the first review that we do is Aladdin. And I think that's going to be a fun episode, so y'all don't miss it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so Home Alone, which we just found out is not on there anymore. So I'll just skip this one. Yeah. It's irrelevant at this point. Yeah, it's irrelevant at this point. Um, The Rocketeer, 1991. Before there was Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, there was the Rocketeer. I used to love that movie. This, yeah, this is a true Disney treasure, starring the likes of Jennifer Connelly and Alan Arkin, 
and helmed by Captain America First Avenger director Joe Johnson. It has been overlooked in recent years, but now that it's available on Disney+, Plus, it's time to give it some love. The sci-fi action flick based on a graphic novel follows a 1938 pilot, Cliff Secord, who, bec- who comes across a top-secret jet pet prototype and uses it to become a hero during World War II. Awesome, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of. I mean, kind of. I'm not. I mean, I ain't gonna hold you. Oh, you ain't there. Kind you of. ain't there for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, oh my God. Um, the the rock the rock is here. Uh, I re- I remember that, and I have fond memories of it. Ditto. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm 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 with you so far. Keep going. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, 1991, of course, because it's one of the uh, it's one of the thirteen. Is it thirteen still? I don't even know how many it is, but it's one of the the the, the Disney classics. Facts. Uh, it's a tale as old as time. In the 90s, Disney had perhaps their most beloved period for animated musicals called the Renaissance Era. And the Beauty and the Beast is one of the most enchanting of the bunch. Literally, actually. But anyway, uh, the movie has a headstrong Belle feeling like an oddball in her French town. When her father is kidnapped in a mysterious castle, she sacrifices her own freedom in exchange for his. Belle ends up finding a home amongst talking objects and with the cursed prince behind the beast. The dance scene between the two still beautifully holds up. Can I just Um, say, that movie got dark really, really quick. It did, (laughs) because it had to. The funny thing about that is, a lot of these fairy tales... Um, come from the Grimm brothers. Yeah, and they they were originally very grim. Oh my <laughs> yeah. goodness! That's, that's that one show that they have. Um, damn, I Enchanted or it's, I know it's on. I think it's on ABC. Yeah, they do a series of. Um, I forgot what the name of the show is. If anybody remembers, let us know. But they cover those, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it shows heard, like I've the darker of versions of like stuff like Rumpelstiltskin, yeah. Beauty and the Beast, right, and right, right, and all that. Yeah, yeah, word. So yeah, okay. Continuing to be good. The satellite again. We just found out that's been removed. So, we so that. Uh, we're gonna move on. The a Goofy movie. That movie was a classic. Nineteen ninety five. Yes. Remember a Goofy movie? It's nineties Disney gold, Facts. especially since it's one of the few. In parentheses, only feature length animated movies actually set in the era. The movie introduces audiences to Goofy's son, Max, who is an awkward preteen who is dragged on a cross-country road trip with his dad, who is trying really hard to be cool and maintain a connection with his son when all he has on his mind is his crush, Roxanne. This Disney movie has the most heartfelt performance from Goofy and Powerline's standout song still slaps. Yes. Yeah, I, I gotta agree. Listen, I can't listen, even... eye to eye, and yo, when they—that's yeah. an understatement. When they said Max went like to try to be cool, yeah, like he went above and beyond to be cool. Oh no, Goofy was on some other shit. No, I'm talking about Max. No, they said Goofy's trying to be cool. No, Goofy's son Max. Yes, no, I I understand what you're saying, but the article is saying. That Goofy's trying to be cool so oh, that he yeah, can maintain yeah. a connection with his son. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but yeah, but Max went out of his way to be cool as hell, too, though. Because he was trying to impress Roxanne. Yeah. Come on, now. Yeah. I you mean, gotta... I, I get it. 
<laughs> I mean, he, he he did what he thought he had to do. And, I mean, and it, it was working too. It worked. It was working. Absolutely. I mean, even though she just liked him. Yeah. But because <laughs> I mean, that's that's yeah. that's how that should go. Yeah, so yeah. they they got that right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's another flubber. Oh, 1997. Was the, the 90s were a particular strong era for some of Robin Williams' best work. So it's no surprise the late actor has more than one movie on this Disney Plus list. Between Mrs. Doubtfire, Hook, and Jumanji, many tend to forget about another solid family-friendly performance from Williams in Flubber. The 1997 movie is a remake of the six, of Disney's 60s movie, the absent-minded professor about a college professor who discovers a formula for lively elastic dude to help the basketball team's losing streak and win his fiance back. That's cheating, actually. Yeah, okay. it is. That, um, that's what that movie was about. That's exactly what it is. Uh, it's probably the most dated of the bunch, but if you grew up with this one, you'll be especially excited to press play on this one. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I, 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 I was I a Flubber. Robin Williams fan. Yeah, so pretty much everything he did, I was pretty much on it so you know you know what i yeah, love though flubber. after flubber mm-hmm. um came out of the theaters disney what? had like a long run of just playing flubber for a long time like when it was um when it would be like nighttime when they would play their disney yeah. movies flubber was word, 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 word. a lot i used to love that I never, absolutely I mostly didn't miss any of those songs when they were um showing it yeah so yeah, yeah. I mean, we're going to ignore the fact that he should have died in that movie when he went to fall out of the window. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, and, definitely. That, but we'll just... And, we'll, and it we'll jumped out that. of his back pocket. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, like, we'll overlook that. <laughs> yeah, we're, just, we're, we're going to ignore that. He, he should have been yeah, dead. Yeah, like, that should have ended him. <laughs> yeah, that... But, you know, we're going to allow it because it's a Disney movie. Yeah, and, uh, and, and, and it's Robin, so we'll give him... Yeah, we'll give him absolutely. Um, next up, Mulan, 1998. Let's get down to business. Mulan is one of the most empowering yet underrated Disney princesses in the studio's history. It's the perfect time to reflect back on this one, especially with the live action remake coming to theaters in March. The animated movie is based on Chinese folklore about a young woman who takes her father's place in the army. She tries to pass off as a man and train like one, finding a friend in Eddie Murphy's hilarious Mushu. Yes. Members of the army and falls in love with Shang Li on the way. Yeah, I mean, Mulan is... is it's, it's a GOAT movie. It's one of those ones. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those ones. Like, I can't... The score alone... Where does my reflection like yo like that shit was that slap and mm-hmm, be your mm-hmm. man and not only that she was badass in that movie yes like when she held yo. The, um, the rocket and you yo. wouldn't have known she like sad to say it's it's a little I like I feel weird saying this now but Power hopefully weird. everybody listening understands what I mean watching that movie when I was watching that movie you wouldn't have known she was a girl at first. Yeah, you wouldn't have. Yeah. Because she was so badass and they, they weren't displaying girls as badasses back then. Right. And so that was a good it, way to break away from the whole Disney mystique of princess. Oh, she's the damsel in distress. Yeah. 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 The princess doesn't have to be the damsel in distress. It's not necessary. But to me, um, either, either way, she's a princess to me because she's awesome. Absolutely. She's, she's, she's a yeah. warrior princess. Right. Yeah. Fact, Zena. Um, Absolutely. So, next up, Toy Story 2. Nice. 
Toy Story Saga just released its fourth installment over the summer and now's a great time to revisit the best of the bunch that's right i said it toy story 2 is arguably the best of pixar's famous franchise disney plus offers all three toy story films some related shorts and forky asks a question the second film released in nights night nine has woody learning about his origins when he comes into the hands of al's toy boy And his friends go on a mission to retrieve him. It's crazy how far Pixar has come since Toy Story 2, but it really shows how good their sequels can be. You know what I love most about the Toy Story franchise? What up? They never leave anybody behind. Well, yeah. It's always about friendship and like, yo, like, yeah. Oh, hard means family. Yeah, we know it's hard. We know it's... Family means no one left behind. Yeah, it it might not be probable that we could do this, but we're going to at least attempt to. Absolutely, I think that's great. That's, that's, that's the that's the Disney thing, though. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's just how it's just how it goes. I, I it's a very endearing uh, idea to have flowing through the majority of your movies. Yeah. Like it, it, it just works. Because, yeah, it that's what I was gonna say. It works, and and I also and then in the and then in the instance when somebody actually has to get left behind, it hits so much harder. Yeah, yeah, because sometimes it just happens. But I also yeah. love that we got to learn that. Woody, you know, was a big thing. Um, oh yeah, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. Toy Story movie because there was no hints of that in the first one. No, nah, it was just that he's the favorite. Yeah, that he was Andy's favorite, and that was it. Yeah, you know, not necessarily that he was a big deal. Like, like a collectible, no, he was a big deal. Didn't, yeah, he was a collectible item. You know? Right. So, there was no reason to think that. Exactly. They did a great job with that, though. Absolutely, I agree. And they're bringing Jesse into it. Oh man, I love mm-hmm. Jesse. Like. Cause, mm-hmm. and, but I'm 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 happy that Jesse and Woody weren't a couple. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Like they didn't make them absolutely be boyfriend girlfriend. You know, right? Because I feel like necessary. sometimes when people when directors do that in movies or um, animations, I feel like some people should not be together. Yeah, they should it's be like cheap. really close and like love each other. But that's it. You know what I mean? No romanticism yeah. needed at all. But they did a good job. Absolutely. All right, uh, next up, 10 Things I Hate About You, 1999. Before Heath Ledger famously took on the role of Joker in Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight, he was a teen heartthrob before that. He was in Brokeback Mountain. But before that, he was a teen heartthrob in 10 Things I Hate About You. Mm -hmm. The rom-com favorite is a modern retelling of Shakespeare's Taming of the Shrew about two polar opposite sisters, one popular and the other an ill-tempered rebel. <clears throat> their father deems that both have to date someone or neither of them can. Styles falls for Ledger's Patrick Verona in an unlikely high school comedy unlike any other. First thing, right. I want to say rest in peace to the legend. Yes, absolutely. You know, he's a goat. He's an amazing actor. Yes. And also, shout out to 10 Things I Hate About You. The reason why I know so much about this movie because my sister in 1999 was a teenager and she had this on mm-hmm. VHS. She also mm-hmm. had the. Um, I mean, in nineteen ninety nine, in nineteen ninety nine, we we were we were teenagers too. We were, just about, yeah. No, I was twelve. No, I was eleven. I said just. A, I oh, said okay, just about. Fine, you were not I, eleven. Yeah, I was. You were not eleven. No, I wasn't. Well, no, math, math is hard. That's not how math works. Math is hard. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> but my sister had that, and she had the VHS and the soundtrack. So mm-hmm. I grew up in that house watching that and listening to both. And I love this movie. Like, this is a great movie. Word. 
Word. And I, it also see, has I've never seen it. That's when she got her breakout. Word. I've never seen it. It's good. You'll like um, it. So I'm going, yeah, I'm going to, I, I have a way to check it out. Yeah, that's It's on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, because discuss Disney Plus. Right, uh, you yeah. got it. Uh, um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to go ahead and check that out whenever. It won't be the next thing I watch, but I'll, I'll put it on my, oh, I'm sorry. I got to complain about Disney Plus again. Because it happened again. This whole thing where if you don't watch a movie in a certain amount of time, it gets removed from your continued watching That's list. annoying. It's ridiculous. Annoying. It's absolutely because annoying. Now Boy Meets like, World is gone. If you're watching it mm-hmm. on your TV, do they not realize how difficult it is to, you know, put in the entire name of the movie or show you're trying to watch? Bruh. It takes time. It's a whole thing. <laughs> yes. It's a whole ordeal. Like... Now, once you finish watching it, I get it being removed right. from the continue watching list because there's nothing to continue. You finished well, it. Well, then I they should that. have a watch again section. I agree. But it did, it, it like, for instance, so when I was watching Spider-Man, I fell asleep on, like, the next to last episode. So it played mm-hmm. the next episode. So it disappeared from my continue watching. Wasn't mad about that because I understood why. Right. I had finished watching it. Right, right. But, for instance... Boy Meets World, I've watched that show so many times that I just never, I didn't, when I was watching it this time, I never watched the last episode, Right. but it's gone. Wow. So now you have to find it. Then you have to scroll now all I have to go find the it way down to, for that episode. Right. Yeah, that's annoying. It's very annoying. Very annoying. But anyway, uh, the next movie on the list, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Classic. 1993. Amidst a, an onslaught. An onslaught? That's a word? I thought it was onslaught, but whatever. Onslaught or slew. I don't know anything. I'm pretty sure it's either onslaught or slew. Let's see. Not onslaught. We're we're going going to look it up real quick. Let me see. Onslaught. Onslaught. Did you mean (laughs) onslaught? Yes. Oh, no. It says, did you mean onslow? Hmm. What? No, that can't be. Onslaught is not a word, I don't believe. I think I think as much. Okay. okay, I missed an onslaught. That's not. I won't chalk that up as an editor mistake. I'll just chalk it up as the person just not knowing. That's fine. Okay. I missed an onslaught of Disney princesses in the nineties. A Nightmare Before Christmas is an outlier. The Halloween Christmas themed movie tells the story of Jack Skellington, the Pumpkin King. I Jack. The What's Pumpkin this? King. Yes, yes. Um, who longs to take over Santa Claus's once-a-year tradition in his own twisted but well-intentioned ways. While also charming the melancholy Sally, it has become one of Disney's most popular cult classics and most subversive films in their library to Fact. date. It's also one of Tim Burton's most memorable and iconic films Fact. ever. Yes, I would argue that A Nightmare Before Christmas has moved over the years, has moved ahead of Edward Scissorhands. And 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 Corpse Bride. Yeah. 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 Well I mean I, I, yeah, I I agree it's above Corpse Bride. Yeah. Um also yeah, can, man, can I, we just say that he fucked up extremely with his plan? With what? Jack Skellington. Oh, that's totally wrong. <laughs> no, it it didn't work the way he thought it he would. Did not gauge that right because he because he lives yeah. in Halloween Town. Exactly. So where he lives, all that stuff is acceptable. Yeah. But you take that to the real world, no, nah, they terrified. Like, I just feel like come he should on, have did more research. But... A little bit more. <laughs> like he went there for like a couple hours yeah. and figured he had it figured out. Yep, yep, yep. 
he, he, like, he got nah, like the reindeer B, stuff and how to do it right. Yeah, and like, he, he understood snow. Yeah, but the execution was yeah, so. it was poor execution, <laughs> very poor execution. Like, come on, B. Yeah, um, yeah one of my favorite movies. Um, yeah, mine too. my mom had to make me that, stop watching that movie. I'm not surprised. That's I, was I watched it as much as I could. I watched it as much as I could as well. Yeah. I never, had, I never actually owned this, um, but I did watch it as much as I could. Yeah, we, um, we had it on VHS. I would watch it, like especially when Hall- Halloween and Christmas would come around. Word. Yeah, my mom had to put a stop to that because I was obsessed with Jack Skellington. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up, while you were sleeping, 1995, before making her more well-known flicks such as Miss Congeniality, Gravity. Or the proposal, Sandra Bullock once starred in a hilarious holiday rom-com with Bill Pullman and Peter Gallagher. In the movie, Bullock passes her long days working for the Chicago Transit Authority, crushing on a handsome stranger when she leaves his life. Saves his life, I'm sorry. When she saves his life, he goes into a coma coma, and she begins... Yeah, and she begins a string of lies that has his family believing she's his fiance. Yep. It has plenty of funny moments to chew on, and Sandra Bullock's charm is especially infectious. Let's give Haven't seen this one either. To the goat, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, no, Sandra Bullock is one of the goats. Yeah, yeah. but I haven't, I haven't seen this movie either. It's a great movie. You'll love it. Mom, this was one of my mother's favorite movies. Rest in peace to her. But this is Word. one of her favorite movies. We used to watch it all Word. the time, and it is. Oh wow! Great. Yeah, it's great. I grew up to see. I grew up to see like this, and I didn't know that. Um, while you were sleeping was a Disney film, or Ten Things I Hate About You. Right. I did not know that. Yeah, because you know they 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 all about the money, man. They don't yeah. just do kitty stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but while you were sleeping they, is a great they, film. Said, they didn't always advertise that it was Disney. Right. So that's why I'm confused. But yeah, damn, yeah. So all that was because they had a brand. They were brand aware. Yeah. They understood what their brand was. They understood the Disney, what the Disney name standard stand. Well, the Disney name standard. Uh, they once they rehabilitated it, they understood what it was, what it what it really stood for. Right, right, right. So they they tried to keep with that. Like you don't see Disney all over. Yeah, because they don't projects. they don't have to do they don't have to do that. Yeah, you don't see Disney all over Marvel. You don't see Disney all over ESPN. You don't see Disney all over Star Wars. But we know it's Disney. But (laughs) While You Were Sleeping is a great movie. It'll give you the feels, and I love it. Word. Yeah. Um, Last but not least, The Lion King, 1994. Uh, You really can't go wrong with a classic as massive as this. The Lion King's availability is a treasure on Disney+, Plus, especially considering the movie is considered one of the best movies made by the studio ever. The movie has young Simba go through a tragedy that has him singing Hakuna Matata on the outskirts of Pride Rock, but a greater calling and personal journey brings him back. Since the movie was recently remade by Jon Favreau for the big screen, it's an impeccable time to venture back and see the original in all its glory. Nothing needs to be said about this. Yeah. Hey, yo, and shout Everybody out to John Favreau for like, you know. Oh, no, he kills it. He's, yeah, he's, 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 he's yeah. on top of, yeah. yeah. He might be my favorite singular person yeah. who does creative as far as movies. Is and he, he also acts too, right? Yeah. He's, he's in the Marvel movies, right? He's um, Iron mm-hmm. Man's, um, like, not Happy secretary, Hogan. but you know what I mean. His, his, best, his best friend, yeah. really. Happy Hogan. Yeah. 
best friend bodyguard. Well, not real bodyguard, but you know what I mean. Out of all the people that make moves, he makes the moviest moves ever. Like facts. Like he be he he be on it on on top of it on top of it. All right. So we're gonna. Uh, there's this one more, but it's really long. Oh no! Can we just talk about Lion King for a little minute? That's absolutely fine. How great that movie was. I and mean, you kind of undercut what I said, but that's oh, fine. My bad. No, I mean we can we can do it anyway. I just feel the only movie that like made me have the feels feels like when a character dies in it before the Lion King yeah. was Bambi. Yeah. Yeah, Bambi was tough. Yeah, like because out the gate. Yeah. His old girl dies. From the jump. Yeah. Like, yeah, what is going on? And then he's just abandoned. He's orphaned. With Simba, right. like, at least you got to see him with his father a little bit so you can understand why the connection's so strong and what's going on and all that. Mm-hmm. But seeing Mufasa died, I'm not going to lie, I kind of laughed a little bit the first time because yeah. I saw it in theaters. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I just thought it was kind of... No, because, like, how Scar did that, that was kind of fire. I mean, sure. But... But... You, 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 you were, you were like seven, so you should not have been thinking that way. Well, I've had a hard life. No, but um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like outside of Bambi, Lion King is the only one that gives me that type of feel. Like, oh, oh, shoot, they killed his father. Wow, that's crazy. Right. Yeah. That's the issue with it. Also, I didn't see how I didn't know how they was going to like make it right. As far as him, you know, like, not even redeeming himself, but getting back to where he's supposed to be. And then Timon and Pumbaa comes out of nowhere, you know? And, yeah. Ah, great film. No, it was absolutely fire. Like, yeah. come on. Lion King is one of the best movies of all time. It's not... It, it Somehow they made they made that happen. Like, yeah. an animated movie is one of the best movies of all time. Yes. Like the voice acting, the actual acting, the animation itself, like all and of it was, was on it was point. ahead of its time too for nineteen ninety four, like the just the visual of it. Absolutely. Was breathtaking. Absolutely. Oh man. Yeah. One hundred percent. It's beautiful. So this last one we're gonna save it for the next episode. Okay, cool. Um because it's, it's We we done one of these before too, so we don't have to oversaturate it. You know? Yeah, we like we literally just did something similar. Yeah, like literally just now. But even so, yeah, yeah, just now and and I think like the last episode or the one before that. So, yeah, 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 no point. And so, I think yeah, some of these can, are on repeats. Some of them, yes. So yeah, we'll 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 touch on this one next week. So, Sweet. ladies and gentlemen, that is it for this episode. Um, if you have anything that you want us to talk about or. If you want to comment on any of the things that we said, you can go ahead and make those comments or go ahead and hit us up at let's discuss Disney Plus. No, the email is discuss Disney Plus at gmail.com. And you can get in contact with us and let us know how you feel. Tell us whatever you want us to know. So And we will respond because we're not douchebags. Well, yeah, we definitely will respond. Yes. So, for my man, adequate man. Oh, can I just say one last thing? Happy New Absolutely. Year to everyone. I know we're late well, on the ball with it. Yeah, but it's a little, it's a really late for that. Yeah. But I understand. <laughs> I absolutely understand. Absolutely. So, for my man, adequate man. Yeah. I am SPJ, and this has been another episode of Let's Discuss Disney+. Plus. We will see you guys next time. Holla.